That's what we're all about, equipping the parents and hoping that at some point they don't need us anymore. Hello, and welcome to the Arts of Language podcast with Andrew Poudois, founder of the Institute for Excellence in Writing, or as many like to say, IEW. My name is Julie Walker, and I'm honored to serve Andrew and IEW as the Director of Marketing. Our goal here is to equip teachers and teaching parents with methods and materials which will aid them in training their students to become confident and competent communicators and thinkers. So today, Andrew, we have with us, as you can see, as you can see, perhaps our listeners can't, we have Denise Kelly with us. Denise is one of my favorite people in the world. (laughs) And everybody just adores her. Everybody loves Denise. Everybody loves Denise. She loves her, especially her students. And actually today we're going to be talking about online classes, which is appropriate since she's kind of the head honcho of all of our online classes. Without her, our whole system would probably collapse into a (laughs) pile of disorganized rubble. But yes, and I tell you, travel around the Mm -hmm. country, go to conferences and meet people. And I tell you, if they are in an online class, they will come up to me and tell me, and they will not stop talking. Even these little kids, 12 years old, they want to tell you all about their online class and the teacher and Mrs. Kelly is so nice and Mrs. Tribble and Mrs. White is so good and it's so good. And I'm just wondering, what is so good about these online classes since I've actually never been in one? Well, there there have been a couple occasions that you've shown up That's unexpectedly. True. Just to tell a joke. Yes, yeah. and the kids love that. But I thought before we start peppering Denise with some questions about these online classes... I thought I'd give our listeners a little bit of history of why IEW decided to go into this world of teaching online classes, because at first you were reticent to do this. I was very reluctant, resistant, Mm -hmm. reticent, rejectionist, (laughs) but then I changed my mind. Why? Because we've gotten great feedback, just like you've described. And I think some of your concerns at the beginning were, how on earth can we possibly keep the attention of these young children, because we start as early as nine years old, up through high school, through a weekly class of providing structure and style instruction Mm -hmm. over a computer. And this is live instruction, but yet still they're not in a classroom. Right. And it isn't like everybody can see everyone or hear everyone because that consumes so much bandwidth that always crashes things. Uh, (laughs) I know people who do that, fully live classes, but you're limited to about four or five people at one time. Whereas we have, what's our average class size, Denise? About 18. So Mm -hmm. 18. And one of my first reasons that I didn't like it is because I thought it would be less interactive. A classroom, you can see everybody, you can smile at them, you can ask them to answer a question, they raise hands. And All of that real human element is, I won't say impossible, I'll just say it's different in the online environment. But one thing I noticed is that you can ask a question and everybody can answer at the same time. Right. That's a huge thing because in a normal classroom, it's like, okay, everyone be quiet while one person talks. And But in an online chat room, 
bam, anything can happen. Sometimes does, I understand. <laughs> so in an odd way, the online class is even more interactive than a live one. So when you finally agreed to let us try this out, there were a couple of teachers that had already approached me that expressed interest in experimenting with this new medium. And of course, Denise was one of them. So Denise, tell us your interest in online classes and how this all came about. Well, the interesting thing with me with online classes was I had a lot of the same reservations that Andrew had at the beginning, but I had gotten old enough to keep those kind of negative thoughts to myself. <laughs> and I just decided I was going to see how, how, this, how this worked and what it looked like. And I can honestly say this is one of the most enjoyable things that I do is to be a part of our online class department and to teach because as Andrew has already said, there is a lot more interaction than you would think. When I can't see the students, I forget that because their interaction in the class through chat and messaging teachers on InGrade allow for real relationships to come out of that communication. And sometimes I continue to hear from students that have moved on to other other classes or even other teachers in IEW years later with success stories from what they learned in classes. I love online classes. It's also an opportunity for a much more diverse population, isn't it? I've heard we've got we've kids enrolled from all over the from world. from all over the world, mm-hmm. yep. We have, on occasion, students whose parents are in the military, so Iraq, Yemen, the Philippines, students whose parents are missionaries, or students who are citizens of foreign countries. And so, and most of the time they attend, we have had students who will get up early, early in the morning to be able to attend an online class because of the difference in the time zones. Amazing to me, the dedication of some of those students because they just want to be there. They want to be a part of what's going on and interact with the teacher and the other students. That's wonderful. Well, how would a parent decide if an online class is a good idea for their child? Are there kind of some personality or maturity prerequisites that you might suggest the parent look for before jumping in and trying? Probably the biggest thing would be that they need to be able to type, not necessarily be proficient in typing, especially with the level A students, but surprisingly, we've had a a number of students that started out not being able to type very quickly or very well. We make it clear to all of the students that there's no problem with misspelling. They need to type as quickly as they can, and we'll figure out you know, what they're saying, that it's not, we're not grading them on spelling or anything like that. But of course, the longer they're in the class, the more proficient they become in typing. So there's a benefit there that we never even thought of as parents, that it's not only teaching writing, but they they learn how to, to type <laughs> <Typings>. too. <laughs> and, but when you say you don't correct their spelling, that's in the that's live in the live chat. chat. Yes, not in their writing. That anything. has nothing to do with their assignments, but in the live chat, so that they feel comfortable being able to participate in the class, even if they feel like they can't spell very well or type very quickly. And we do have a system with all of the teachers that encourage the teachers to call on students throughout the class time so that we don't have some students that are answering the ones that can type faster and think faster. And so we include all of those students. And I know in my class, usually I'll call on two at a time. 
so that you have a situation where one student might be helping the other student out. And we always stress that wrong answers actually help you to learn. So there is nothing wrong with giving a wrong answer, and everybody does it periodically, even the teacher. So (laughs) So we have three levels or divisions because we've got multiple classes happening at each level. And so could you describe the levels, the approximate age or grade for each level, and then how to make a choice, and what materials are included or required, kind of a general logistics? Well, our levels, we call them level A, level B, and level C. And a generalization of that would be level A would be grade school, level B would be middle school, Level C would be high school. And the way we break it up with grades would be level A is about fourth through sixth. And, but we really encourage the parent when they're looking at those numbers to take into consideration the student's reading ability. And so fourth through sixth grade, age nine through 11. But there might be a sixth grader, obviously, that has a higher reading level than what they would need for level A. And so level B is grades six through eighth grade, or ages 11 through 13. And level C is a high school age, uh, ninth through 12th grade, and ages 14 through 18. But we, we always make it clear that a student that has any struggles with reading or with the mechanics of writing can easily go into a lower level and that that's not, we're not bumping them down because they are gonna learn the process of writing. It's just gonna be with source material they will not have to struggle with because we don't want them struggling with source material when they're learning how to to write. And we have many students, for example, the level B middle school, we often have students that are 16, 17 years old in a level B class because that way they're not struggling with the material while they're learning how to write. It's always better to err on the side of letting it be simpler than too complex. And there's no rush either. Absolutely. It's going to proceed at a pace, and it's not as though you have to learn everything there is to learn about, you know, structure and style in one class, because we have continuation opportunities as well. Absolutely. And one of the things that, as a philosophy that many of us have learned from you, Andrew, is the more a student succeeds, the more he's going to love the thing that he's doing. And we've seen that over and over with online classes where a student that maybe a 16-year-old was put into level B and at the beginning of the year hated writing, by the end of the year was feeling successful and knew this is something that I can do and therefore was much more enthusiastic about the process, which of course is going to increase his skill. And what I love about the fact that you can put a 16-year-old in a level B class, there's no stigma mm-hmm. for that child, for that teenager, because no no one else knows how old everybody is. They're not seeing each other's faces. They're just seeing names, and there's no grade level or age attached to that. They're just all friends. In this and that class. is very true. There, There's often a sense in which after we've been in the classes for weeks and even months, Somebody will find out how old somebody else is, and at that point, it doesn't matter. They don't care. They, they've made that relationship and that friendship. Yeah. How much, I get this question, and quite honestly, I should know this, but I don't. 
How much do they cost? Well, our pricing is a little bit different for each level because, of course, grade school grading of papers takes less time and energy than high school grading because we are very aware of the amount of time that a teacher would have to put into grading. And because we are very conscientious of giving good feedback, a level C high school class is going to take a lot longer to grade than a level A class. So level A classes are 199 199 per 15 week semester and there is two semesters so 398 per year the level b class is 229 per 15 week semester so that's 458 per year and the level c class is 249 for each 15 week semester so that's 498 per year and i can honestly say as a veteran homeschool mom myself that when you think about the fact that you're paying somebody else to teach your child how to write which is one of you know the main components to education these costs are very very reasonable well that uh, i'm glad because what you have said actually means that what answer i was giving to people was the correct answer because they would say how much are the classes i would say well i don't know exactly but they cost less than they're actually worth <laughs> so that's true. i think that's very reasonable i know you as an instructor are probably acutely aware of the time it takes to give the detailed feedback and and that even more than the direct instruction which is kind of the obvious part of the class that's the time-consuming back end, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Grading papers and giving feedback and giving help between classes because we do make it clear to the students that if they have questions or problems or if their parents have questions or problems, that they're to contact the teacher for help. And I will say, we have an exceptional team of teachers for the online department, and their goal is to give uh, helpful feedback for the parents and the students. And so that takes time. If you're gonna if you're gonna do this right, it's definitely the the prerequisites to be one of our teachers are extremely strict. I mean, yeah. First of all, I have to personally have known them for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Two, they have to be very very thoroughly steeped in the structure and style. They have to know it literally better than the back of their hand because. That's a dumb idiom. I don't really even know what the back of my hand looks like. <laughs> but they have to know structure and style intimately. And they have to be people who like that work. I I would not be a good online teacher because I don't like staring at screens and chat boxes and typing too much. And I especially don't like marking papers all that much. So it takes a particular type of person and I am just very proud of that group. I mean, they are the elite of the teachers I've met. They are. Now, you mentioned communication with parents. I would guess that some parents like the online class because it's all external accountability. I just drop my kid at the computer and I don't have to be involved. Or maybe that's not the case. Or maybe some parents want to be very involved. So talk a little bit about parental involvement and what the expectations are. And we do have probably different levels of parental involvement, though when you sign up for an online class, the website makes it very clear that all parents are to be involved to some degree, and especially the level A parents, we want them very hands-on, very involved. 
and even through level B. And if a, if a level C student is struggling, we need the parents to understand that what we're trying to do in online classes is come along beside them and enable them to help their children learn how to write. So hands-off would not be a way that I would describe our online classes. Some parents attend the classes with the children and they don't participate so that the teacher and the students are the ones that are going back and forth. But at the same time, we definitely see sometimes a difference between the parents that do attend the classes so that they know what's going on rather than somebody that has decided it's a hands-off course. I think that when we look at the online classes and we talk about parental involvement, probably if we can make sure that the parents are involved enough that when their student is finished with their assignment, as far as the student is concerned, that the parents would take the parent signatures on the checklist seriously so that a student is never turning in something that a parent hasn't seen. So we do build this parental involvement into the checklist where there are usually two or three places that the parent is supposed to initial so that we know that this student at least has had somebody come along and edit for them before they submit an assignment. And it works very well. So we're taking a lot of the pressure off the parent to be doing what we're doing. But at the same time, we need the parent to help the student with accountability and editing so you know that type of help and that's all designed to help the student be as successful as possible yeah so we we do something else a little differently than other online classes and that is we have a recorded video content that assists the teachers in presenting the information in a, a more dynamic way perhaps yes and that's actually a good way to put that because our video component, which you would purchase if you were going to be in a student writing intensive class, you would purchase the student writing intensive for whatever level you're signed up for, or a student writing continuation course has the DVDs in it where you, Andrew, are teaching the student the different units from the IEW program. And so really the online classes are supplement to that teaching. We look at the DVDs in the student writing intensive and continuation course as the core of what we're doing. And then those online classes are supplementing your teaching with live interaction with students to solidify what you've taught on those DVDs. Yeah, so is that, just because I know some people are wondering, is that included in the cost of the class or is that a prerequisite materials that need to be purchased or owned by the student. Yes, it is prerequisite material that needs to be purchased separate from the registration price. And we also include the Fix-It Grammar component, which is teaching grammar and punctuation. So that's not the question that you asked, but there is a sense in which we have questions often, well, why, why would the online classes be important if we can buy the student writing intensive material and i would say you could buy the that material all by itself use it and you have perfect program for teaching writing the online classes enhance what you get on those dvds and then adds in this component of teaching grammar and punctuation 
and this weekly feedback from your online teachers with the assignments that are being done, which go along with those lessons in the student writing intensive and continuation course. So it's kind of a a synthesis. It's the best of what we offer, and thousands of people do the student writing intensive, and, and mom is the teacher. But this is perfect for the family that needs the external accountability, the child who wants to be a little more independent of mom and have a little social experience there, or the mom who feels I'm not really going to be able to give the type of feedback here that the professional teacher can. And so it's uh, kind of the best of both worlds, isn't it? And when I think of what you just said right there, Andrew, I think of the four deadly errors of teaching writing. And one of the things that we don't want to do is withhold help. So really our online classes are the highest level of help that we can give to the parents because our goal is to equip teachers and teaching parents with methods and materials which will aid them in training their students to become confident and competent communicators. These online classes are not designed to replace the parent, but to supplement, to aid them at the highest possible level. And, yeah. we, and we have found that a parent that uses online classes for a year develop the confidence to be able to then go on and use other IEW products on their own. And that really is what we love to see because that's what we're all about that's what we're all about is equipping the parents and hoping that at some point i mean it's kind of ironic but at some point they don't need us anymore that's exactly they know exactly i do know we have a problem Mm -hmm. and that is we have more people who want to take online classes than we have spaces available so we generally always have a waiting list and because of that certain What's our, for example, refund policy? If someone signs up and pays up front the whole $250 or whatever, I assume there's a certain grace period they can get the refund? Yes. And of course, as with everything else in our company, we have a great return policy for online classes. The first class can be attended. And if the customer finds that it's not, it isn't what they thought, it's not working for them, for some reason they don't want to attend anymore after the first class, they can get a full refund. After that, it is prorated, taking into consideration the time that the teacher has spent teaching and grading papers. So it's prorated, but there still is refund to someone that's only taken three classes, then of course the prorating payment would be very low compared to somebody that maybe has done 13 weeks in a 15-week semester. So we want to make sure that we compensate those teachers for the work that they've done. And kind of my last question, I I know the answer. I want to be sure that we, we all agree. Why don't we just hire a bunch more people and do a bunch more classes and just meet the huge demand there is? Why don't we just blow it wide open? Well, we have been very intentional with not letting this department grow too fast. And as as strange as that might sound, because of course it's nice to make money, we are much more concerned about giving high quality to our customers. And that means it takes time to find the type of teacher that Andrew's already described, and at the same time to train them so that they understand how our classes work and what's expected of them, and then the process itself that we use. And some teachers teach 
just one or two classes and others do many? What's the range there? In each level, we have department heads that are over that level, and they are usually teaching one of each type of class in their level. For instance, in a level A class, our department head, Senda Tribble, would be teaching a student writing intensive level A and a student writing continuation course level A. So she's aware of where we are in the lessons that are being taught and can be helpful to the to the teachers that are teaching under her. Most teachers are teaching two classes, some of them three classes in a, in a year. Good. Well, it's probably not for everyone, and it might be hard to get in if you're late. I, I know, what do we have, like 70, 80% full within 48 hours of opening it up? So people who are interested in this need to kind of monitor and watch the date and sign up rather quickly lest they be disappointed. We start taking registration for the fall semester in April. No, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like for September in April? Yes, we do. Parents want to plan ahead. They want to be sure that their students are getting the education that they planned for them. So our, it's kind of a, like our internal joke here at the office, but we do open registration on April Fool's Day. April 1st <laughs> is when we open registration. <laughs> for, for September, wow. Well, if people want to learn more and read about it, I assume there's some links that they can go to directly? Sure. It's really simple to remember, iew.com forward slash online. Online. Okay, that's pretty easy. And Denise, you are just a treasure. I know as the Level B department head, you have helped keep that whole thing organized with all those middle schoolers and the teachers of middle schoolers, and then, of course, helped some of our newer instructors understand the system. We're just so appreciative of what you do and your coaching for everyone else, and we will grow the online department organically Mm -hmm. and intentionally and I'm sure we will just continue to make it better and better as we go on. Well it's a it's a joy to be a part of the team. Great to have you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, you can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or Stitcher, or just visit us each week at IEW.com podcast. Until then, on behalf of Andrew Poudois and the team at IEW, I thank you for the privilege of allowing us to partner with you on this educational journey toward better listening, speaking, reading, writing, and thinking. Thank you.